Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about budgeting for 2020. One of my favorite things. One of my least favorite I things. I love budgets. But you know what? The kind of the kind of budgets we're gonna talk about, I love. Yeah. But it's like, but I gotta tell you, when I hear budgeting, I think, oh no. My allowance is changing. <laughs> allowance. <laughs> I know. That's like, funny. But like oh, you I said, see. you know. Oh, really? Yeah. That's is that what, the first thing you think of? Yeah. Like, uh oh. What do I? What? What am I doing? What do I got to change? But no. But you did politely share yesterday that I'm very good with money yeah. now. I really am. I'm so. And my money. I'll be That's honest. So interesting. Yeah. You think of ex the word budget. You associate it with expenses. Yes. And I always have. Uh, associated it with revenue. Oh, no. So the word budget for me is very happy. I'm like, is this going to affect my hair, uh, my hair appointments and my <laughs> things like that? <laughs> Having said that, that's my money, so I, I can go nuts if I want to. Remember uh, Su Susie Ormond? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's around I anymore. Hope she is. She's uh, kind of like a, a financial expert. She has a great personal story about how she just became like, this person who gives financial advice, but anyway, right. I'll let you look it up. But she's famous for saying, and I just love this, you know, you don't make enough money. Oh. Next week, you need to make more money. I agree. And I just think that's the greatest thing I I've ever it. heard. Like, it's the best financial advice I've ever heard. You got it, something's gotta change, maybe, or maybe you gotta go get another job. Yeah, kinda, that's it. Yeah. You know, if you've got a job and you're making X and you're spending Y, and that number's above that, the X, Y yeah. is bigger than X, you gotta make more money. I like this topic, by the way. I uh, my my first thoughts are when I, when people are in this situation, usually they're overspending on things, and the easiest they can do is cut their costs, but they refuse to do that. Have I, you noticed that? I I also had a professor Mark. in college. He yeah. said, "You can't cost cut your way into having a a, a successful company. That's oh, yeah. not the first thing you should be doing. Well, you I should be making stuff. more money." Well, like say your mortgage is way too much and you have car payments that you should have no you business have a having. That's where you're we're saying the same thing. All right. Or a car payment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ever. Are you should, you should you really ever be driving that? Have either one of those things. Yeah. Maybe when you have this you can look at that car, but not now. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. All that stuff comes after you're making tons of money, not before. Right. Same thing with marriage. After you're already done being successful, then get married. I like that. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you never get married. Yeah. What? I don't understand. After you're totally independently wealthy, maybe you have some kids. Okay. <laughs> I don't disagree. I know you don't. <laughs> and you know what? I found you like this. Like, it's not like I profess this stuff and, you know, I talked to her the while she's... I Kool-Aid. It's not, you know, like I talked to her while she was sleeping and she <laughs> embedded it in there. <laughs> we found each other this way. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I go to sleep and you slip little headphones on my ear that say marriage bad. <laughs> Do not marry him. Do not marry him. Have a long, long life together. <laughs> wow, we, should, we could create tapes. Be hilarious. Subconscious tapes, subliminal oh tapes. Gosh. That's good. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. That's right. And you don't need those that jewelry or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be great. Okay. Chris says, hi, everybody. Just a quick question. Paperwork is quickly getting out of hand. 
Since we mostly closed through title, there's a lot of thick bundles of paper stacking up on my desk. For parcels that I've already sold, I'm thinking about scanning the papers and then shredding everything. Why keep it? But then I wonder if there's some unknown reason I should need to keep physical, original copies of paperwork for land that I sold. What do you do? Thanks. And it looks like someone already chimed in with a response that Stephen shared here, so I will read this. Thanks. Physical paper makes me want to vomit. <laughs> this is real. This is, this is how you roll, too. Mm-hmm. I would assume that if you're able to complete a real estate transaction start to finish electronically using e-recording, you should just scan and shred. Just my two cents. Totally agree. Scan and shred. Think about, think about the transactions that we entered into. I didn't even have the deed from the person. I never even got the vesting deed from them. I found it myself. I looked it up in Title Pro and downloaded it for myself. Open escrow, did everything like that. I didn't need it to buy it. I don't need to hang on to it here too. I don't know why this doesn't come up more often because I was real confused about it when I started yeah. uh, a lot of years ago, 25 years ago. You don't need a deed. Uh, like it's original, not like a car title. An original And I think that's thing. where, the, 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 oh. where the, the, the disconnect comes from. You're right. So for a long time, I kept the deeds, you know, and then I really realized that it doesn't matter at all. It's recorded at the county. Exactly. So we, there was a time, probably about three or four years into when I was buying and selling land in the beginning where I would keep the deeds in a filing cabinet. This is yes. long before you. And then, but I really realized it. And then eventually we got, to, you can't keep 10,000 deeds. Right. <laughs> 16,000 now, by the way. So yeah. we, we just had a shredding party. Right. I actually called a service. You can't have them come just shred everything right in front of us and take it away. It was a lot of paper. I bet. And then we uh, sold the, it was a happy day in my life. We sold the the uh, filing cabinets and were on Craigslist for 25 bucks and I just smiled the whole day. That's I hate good. paper. But we you, are 100% paperless. You brought up a good point. Why, why, why are we doing it with pink slips now? It should be that way too. I, I can, you know, it's just, it's nuts. And why are they calling them pink slips? Because they're not pink. They're not pink. I think they used to be pink in California and Hollywood got a hold of that. I think it was like I think it was like in triplicate and you rip off the white yeah. and the then you're the buyer now takes the pink one and then you sign it. It's a big deal. The whole signing thing now. And it's not notarized, I don't think, on the back is it? No, I don't think it is notarized. In California it's not. Yeah. So it's Which is very strange. It's really weird. I have to have this ever seen that doesn't have notarization yeah. on it. So my title. pink slip car title, it's and not it's notarized. Blue. I just, I take it in. It's so old school. So there's a database now. You know, there's always been some version of a database at the county since homesteading. So it, that's what the word, where the word book page, so if you, you get a, a deed recorded anywhere in the country, they stamp it now uh, with a book and a page. Now it's electronic. And so that's literally a book somewhere in the county and a page. So you would go to book 362, page 1035, and there's your deed. So that's why fires were devastating back in the day because nobody knew who, what real estate they owned. So that was a database, very crude one, but that it was. As far as cars go, I don't think that, like now we have the DMV and stuff. I know they have a database and you can get yeah. a duplicate title if you lose it. So you know what? You don't need, you really, you really don't. don't. It's and I really think you ridiculous. can even order it online if you need to. Well, and the, and the information's out there. Look about Carfax. Carfax looks up, you know, from your VIN. We can go back mm-hmm. and back and back. Just like a parcel number or something. Right. It's kind of silly. Thank you. The paper's not necessary at all. I agree. We have shredders and scanners. Jill uh, just purchased on my recommendation 
like a fifteen hundred dollar oh, scanner. scanner. That's how much we hate paper. Exactly. And you can scan like a phone book in like ten minutes. It just zips it. It's pretty cool. Love it. Money well spent. I've always had a scanner like that in my life. Always. Mm-hmm. Today's topic: How to budget for twenty twenty. This is the meat of the show. I'm gonna make this really simple. <laughs> And this was inspired by our Thursday webinar uh, for both House Academy and Land Academy. I asked everybody to give me two numbers. Number one, what's the net margin, the average net margin that you make per transaction? Uh, in the case, this is the House Academy show, so it should be a number between 35000 and 85000 ish. That's how much you should make per deal. And the second number is how, how much, uh, how many transactions can you real, realistically complete every month or week, depending on how you look at it? And my example was, all right, 100 grand. I know I can, Jill and I usually make about $100,000 on a house. Average. Yeah. And I'm very, very comfortable closing one a week. So let's just say 50. So that's 5 million bucks. We should make $5 million buying and selling houses this year. Pretty mechanically. So then, that's the whole budget. Uh, as far as expenses go, uh, expenses go, don't have any. You should have really like two expenses, really three. Yeah. Data, you have to get the data somewhere. And if you're a member here, you get it included with your subscription. Mail, can't do this without sending mail. People have tried. All kinds of people <laughs> constantly say, there's no way you can do this without sending mail. Yeah. I tried texting, I tried calling, I tried using real estate agents, it doesn't work. Right doesn't work as well and if you're a little bit more advanced you're gonna have to have some type of labor uh, some type of help which you can do in the Philippines for about three bucks an hour you don't need an office use your kitchen table Uh, you should have very very few expenses Mm -hmm. you need a phone you need a telephone and you need to host a website which is like twelve dollars you know twelve dollars just get it started yeah and and then twelve dollars a month so if you line this up, this business up against anything that you could find on the internet, any businesses that are for sale, restaurants, convenience stores, any of that stuff, there's no better way if you're starting, just starting out to make money than this. Right. It's nothing cheaper. People, get, people think that you have to have, be able to buy the asset outright and they need to have that much money in the bank. I think that's where people get hung up. Me too. And you don't. Because I watch them in all, all kinds of other online communities, not just ours. That's the thing. Like, well, I can't get into the house market. Right. I don't have two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Nor right. do I own a construction company. Nor do I have, you know, the time and the money to do the renovations. That's the reason you're part of a group like this. Right. So you can get money partners mm-hmm. and learn how and to do stuff. And figure this stuff out. That's right. Exactly. So you know, we could sit here and talk for hours about budgeting. It's those two numbers. Mm-hmm. The number, the the net margin you're going to make on a deal average and the number of deals that you can are comfortable completing per month or per week in our case and everybody's really good on that call last week they really shared their numbers and some people it's like hey i just want to do four i'm new i want to do four a year so one a quarter yeah a full-time job hey whatever going on i want four a year and i want to make you know thirty thousand dollars on it let's just say so that's 100 that's 120 thousand dollars of side income side gig yeah it's not crazy I mean, $120,000 is going to pay off somebody's mortgage yep. or pay for college, you know, in one year. Exactly. So these are, these are, that's really good that you could, when you really sit back, that's what I love about this. When you really uh, sit back and 
look at it that way, then you're like, oh, now it's not crazy. There's a guy in our advanced group. His wife had a health scare, which she recovered from, but he said it just changed our lives. So all he does is one deal a month, and he makes tries to make about a hundred grand on it between mm-hmm. eighty and a hundred, and so he makes like a million, million and a half, almost a million and a half dollars a year. Yep. And it takes and him he has like, a lot of free time. He works like three hours a week. He says. Yeah. Exactly. So, and he he has no intention of of making two million next year. He want he just wants to do one deal a month. Mm-hmm. And I really respect that. I don't have that kind of self control. No, you if don't. I have. Uh, <laughs> some free time I'm going to go buy another company or something this is true <laughs> boy welcome to my this world what Jill said right before we started we sat down and started to record today she said you know look at that beach we could be walking on the beach today and I said yeah let's let's record <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's exactly That's what she said true you're right happy you could join us today <laughs> Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can find us over on the Land Academy Show, Tuesdays and Thursdays, right here. Stay put. We're on the House Academy Show. (laughs) Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Using Virtual Assistants Correctly and Incorrectly. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I lost my way. That's okay. That's why you have me. (laughs) And that's why I have you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We see budgeting different. We see Mm -hmm. beach days different. We see free time difference. That's true. But that's that's okay. <laughs> the House Academy show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listeners. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration. To buy undervalued property. Mm-hmm.